maybe that's why the guy stuck his finger at Mars. Right, carry on. Because I've had like eight surgeries in my life and no one seems to have picked up on the fact that I'm a woman. But maybe this guy was testing it. Maybe he was like, just, you know, is there a difference between a male bumhole and a female bumhole? Uh, I, I think I don't know. Welcome to What's Up this week. It is February the 15th, 2021. I don't understand why people do that. They tell you the date, like it matters. Like someone listening to this in like a month will go, oh Jesus, they did that on the 15th of Feb. Yeah, I wonder what no, I was doing at the time. No one cares, no one cares, mate. How did, I miss... <laughs> How did I miss that? What was I doing? Check the diary. I was having shit. That's oh, how I missed yeah. it, yeah. I was having a 24-hour shit. <laughs> Not a lot else to do, is there? No, that sounds like a, a, a great name for a, an all all day nightclub. Yeah, <clears throat> I miss nightclubs. I don't. I miss the idea of nightclubs. Actually, I think if they reopen nightclubs now, I'd be like, let's go to the nightclub. And after about twenty minutes, I'd be like, this is so shit. Yeah, this is awful. This, yeah. yeah, it I stinks. Got... Did I'm you get to... when people smoked? Because <laughs> at least it masked the bo. That's true. Yeah. Did you get to that stage like when you went clubbing? I hate that term. I really hate that term. So do I. We're just basically yeah. like the Faroe Islands or something. <laughs> when, you, when you went dancing, um, and then you, you were at a certain age, maybe like 33, 31, and you went, you looked around and you thought, I really hate this. And it was like a sudden moment. You're like, I actually really hate this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old I was when that happened. I've had a couple of experiences in clubs that have been amusing. I think... When I broke my leg, holding up my crutch while people were doing like limbo, that was quite funny. Holding up your crutch or crotch? Crutch. Right. Crutch. Good. Yeah. While, while people were like limboing underneath it. Actually, to be fair, if, bear in mind that was 10 years ago, if I'm still talking about that being brilliant, it's not brilliant. You stood there and held a bit of metal while people pissed, went underneath it. It's not a great story, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Nightclubs aren't very good, are they? No, not really. No. I suppose they let you in. I, I with with the old uh, crutch there. Yeah, I can't stand them. I've a never weapon. been a fan of them. Like, because I want to talk, so I would always be like, I can't hear you. I can't hear yeah. you. Let's go in the toilet and have a chat, which is a bit weird. And then you would end yeah. spend the whole night in a in a really small <laughs> environment of piss chatting. Yeah, I've drunk. There's a hole. There's a hole in the side of this cubicle. <laughs> What's that all about? Yeah. What's that? Uh, don't you point at me? Son, they sell they sell jelly deals. <laughs> yeah, it's a serving hat. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't miss nightclubs. I must admit, I do. I miss I miss music venues though, like dirty venues. You know where your your feet stuck to the floor a bit, and you could smell the sweat from the the band last night. Mm. Those you know where you, you because you drank too much Guinness, you'd need a shit, and but there's no toilet seat, so you just have to hover. Yeah, that sort of place. I went to a couple of them in Scotland when I was in Landudno and it was brilliant. I was about 21 and they were like that squelchy carpet, squelchy carpet around the pool table. The pool table looked like a really flat map of the UK with loads of different like coloured areas on it 
and you kind of like look at it and go, that, that really, that looks a little bit like the East of England, that, that stain there, that one. And that one definitely looks like Fulham. Well, they have like winner stays on. Yeah. That sort of vibe. Cigarette packet up the side of the T-shirt and the guy's just pointing at the map going, eh, I've stabbed a bastard there. Yeah. I've stabbed a bastard in the face there. And you're like, <laughs> really? Okay, you go first, you break. <laughs> yeah, even if you go in off, we'll, we'll re-rack it. I've it's got 50p. Fun. I didn't see it. I didn't see you elbow that ball into the... I didn't see it. I didn't see it. It's None fun. of that. I yeah. love all that. I miss all that. So we miss all that now because we're all virtually dependent and this is quite hard now it's getting to the point where it's been nearly a year guys yeah it's crazy it's crazy i must admit like for me um obviously got a two-year-old nearly three-year-old so i've not missed out really Uh, she's missed out on like soft play and stuff Mm. like that that she loves going you know ballparks and that sort of stuff but because they're just not open but like pubs and stuff i've not really missed that much like on a sunday afternoon we'd probably walk to the one near us and we'd sit and have a beer in the garden for an hour, if like max, probably not even an hour actually, because it's a bit too much for Alora. Um, so the the landlord and landlady come over, make a fuss of Alora. She eats some cheese, I drink some beer, then we go home, sort of thing. But apart from that, nothing's changed for us because you don't go to the pub when you've got a toddler, obviously, like that. You just don't, or if you do, you don't go for long. So I just think of like single guys and single girls that you know, maybe ones that are still working, like key workers, whatever a key worker is. Um, and so they work Monday to Friday. And you remember that feeling of like Friday afternoon, oh, how, yeah. long, how long? Yeah, I am yeah. literally gagging. I am gagging. And and you get into the pub and everyone's still got their work outfits on. And, you know, you have a few beers and then decide whether, do I go home and get showered? Yeah, let's go out, out, you know, that whole, yeah. you know. But what do they do now? Like, it's, I don't it's know. Just shit, I, I think they just sit home, get drunk and violent towards each other. That, that's yeah. what I can think of. That's the only other option, I believe. The mirror's kicking off again. I just, <laughs> I, 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 it, is, it is strange. And I also, like, we've spoke about this before, about, like, single women. Because I think okay, the body clock thing is a real issue for women, where it's less so for a man, you know, Hugh Hefner, like, whatever. But I just think if you are of that age where you're, you're, you're thinking about children because your body is telling you, you know, it's now or never, love, um... You know, you you want to meet someone. You want to spend a couple of years to get to know them and like build a relationship. You know, build a nest and whatever. What do you do? What do you do? You've just lost a whole year. I don't know what happens to what has happened to dating apps as well. Like, yeah, swipe left, cool. Yeah, we'll meet up. Oh no, we won't. Fuck. Um, we'll meet up when. I'll um. Whereabouts are you from? Because I've got a five five mile radius. So I can. Get you, squeeze you in my bubble. I can get rid of the nan, and then we can get you in my. How do you date on a dating app? They must have just, they the traffic must have just fallen through the floor. And go, well, we can't actually meet in real life. Some people are like yeah. that, but like unless I wonder if those apps, it'll get to a point where those apps have grassed people up. Because they'll, 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 yeah. they'll read, they'll read private messages, obviously, and or at least have the access to them. And I do wonder, like, as a dating app, me and you are messaging each other, going, "Yeah, hey, do you fancy like?" sod all this like nonsense come around my house i'm literally gonna the things i'm gonna do to you rich yeah i mean i'm I'm, like texting you that and then it's it flags up a keyword of like an address and it's like bang all of a sudden the police are at your door yeah can you can you explain this message sir and what is what is um what is what is gouching what does that mean what do you mean by gouching 
Yeah. What is gout punching? I don't know, made it up. It's the only word I could think of. I was trying to think of some sort of weird sex thing, and not, gouching was the only word that came to my head. I don't think that's what I was grasping for. So I think maybe speak. it could be a combination of things. Like, so eye gouging is part of it. So maybe I'm behind you, yeah. and I'm gouging your eye. So, And, and that hurts. That so does hurt. Go, ouch. Ah, gout, ouch. Gouching. could go around in a circle. So you're kind of like like one of those revolving doors. You know? Could you, yeah, 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 yeah. So you go to the right with the right eye, left with the left eye. <laughs> maybe, that, that, maybe that's why she got the name Left Eye Lopez. I reckon so. She hated being gouged in the right eye. <laughs> so didn't she die in a helicopter crash? Car crash, mate. Was it? I always get these mixed watch, up. You can, watch, you can watch it on YouTube. It's mental. No. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was you a don't, You don't see it anything other than two or three people in a car chatting and someone's filming all of a sudden the car goes mad. Oh, God. I remember, I remember it, like, from the time. Someone going, have you seen this? They're like, what? Why am I watching women in a car chatting about it? Oh, shit. Really? Oh, yeah. That's a shame. Tra- tragic, yeah. She's gorgeous as well. What's our first what half of the week, then? Um, gouching, probably. <laughs> um, Piers Morgan's a what half. What has he done um, now? I've just seen per- something. Someone put a Hitler picture of him up on Twitter. But... He's a permanent what half. But, yeah, he's he's loving the fact that he's... They're now openly talking about COVID passports, vaccine passports, which they've been talking about for a while mm. in terms of international travel. And obviously me and you have had a conversation of, right, well, fine, I'll just holiday in Britain and that's fine. We live in a beautiful country. Yeah. Don't have a problem with that. Um, and so now they're... Dominic Raab is considering... They're considering... Okay, well, if you're considering, it means you're doing then, obviously. Um, domestic ones. So if you're vaccinated, you can go to the pub, you can go to non-essential shops, you can go back to school, go to work, you can do all those things. And if you're not, then you can't. Um, and obviously Piers is celebrating that. He thinks that's amazing. That Piers that should is, be the case. Uh, of course he would, because he's completely compromised and he has to do exactly what he's told. Until they get bored of him, chuck him under the bus, and I can't wait for that day. Does he not realise that the, the technological infrastructure for that sort of thing to work is not in place? They tried to the track and trace app. There's two things going on here. The technology isn't in place, so the 5G isn't rolled out big enough to, for it to work. And two, people can't be asked. Again, like with the track and trace, people go, oh, three kids. Two weeks later, they're just saying, yeah. oh, I, I don't care. I don't care. Um, there's something shiny and funny over there to do now. Don't yeah. you get these things? Are these just things, do you think, just to kind of... Well, it's frightening people, frightening yeah. people into getting it. That's what it is. Yeah, it's about frightening people into getting it. Um, and I think once they've got enough, because I don't think they need a hundred percent of people. I think once they've got enough, I think that will be fine. Um, but but the other thing people would would say is like, well, if, what if you've not got a mobile phone? You know, Granny's not got a mobile phone. Um, so how are you gonna, you know, how are you gonna do that? Like, you know, is it a case of can I see your papers? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, but Probably. that's when that's where they open up the the microchip thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We just chip. Because what people were saying, I was thinking, well, how would that work? Like, not everyone's got a mobile phone. Also, what if you leave your mobile phone at home? What if you drop your mobile phone? What if you lose your mobile phone, but you can't go to the mobile phone store to get a replacement mobile phone because you don't have the, you know, valid questions? Yeah, they are. Uh, and um, and obviously, then that opens up. Well, that's okay. You just get a chip. Everyone's got a chip, then you can never lose it, can you? Because it's in you. You know where it's going. It's where they've always wanted it to go. Um, 
but like we said last week, we had a conversation about, it, and you said obviously something spooked them to kind of roll it out quicker, and that could be their undoing. And you know, the comments underneath Piers Morgan's tweet were quite encouraging because they were even even your sort of follow back pro Europe pronouns in bio brigade. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, save the NHS. They were even they were saying, you know, come on, mate, like that's that's a bit that's a bit see Kyle. Um, and also, does that mean then that pregnant women, people that want to have a baby in the next sort of six months, that have already been told not to get it? That's true. Yeah. Um, and people under sixteen, um, you know, people with with health issues that they can't have it or whatever. Like, are they just barred from society then? Like, how does that work? Because what you're doing then is you're discriminating against someone because of their medical history and their medical status. That's illegal. And also, you're not, you are not you don't have any right to know their medical history. Who the fuck does? You don't have any right to know why I can't do this and why I can't do that. And also, do they, do they not understand how human beings work? We can't do things like this. We're just not very good at organising things like this en masse. I mean, literally, we will not be able to... You will not be able to herd us all in that direction. You just won't. You do, well, what they'll do... You'll just go, mm. they'll, have, they'll have the big corps that have got the money um, and the infrastructure to do it. So you know, your your big chain pubs, you know, and your big chain restaurants and stuff like that, they might introduce that, that sort of stuff. But if you're, you know, Dave and Joan and you run a local pub, then you're not going to, you know, given that your industry is decimated, you're not going to be turning someone away oh, who's going to come in and spend 50 quid. You're not going to do that. So, oh, yeah, well, come, in, come in the back entrance. Really? Um, so I think that's what will happen is people will just get, okay, well, well I can't go to the, say, walkabout franchise but i can go to you know the dog and duck well i'll go to the dog and duck then i'd rather be there anyway and i think that will happen and and i'm fine with that and it's the same as like you know when saga holiday said you know you can't come on holiday with us if you haven't got the full vaccine all that sort of stuff and so other other holiday companies that are smaller and startups and stuff came out and went well you can come stay with us because we won't ask your medical history because it's none of our business it's like right well you're going to boom then gosh yeah, they, that, they need everyone to play ball for this to work, and it's just not going to happen. Um, speaking of playing ball, um, Elton John has well, um, told everybody to take the vaccine. See what I did there, balls. It's, it, what made me laugh was the guy from um, uh, Gatekeeper FM, Talk Radio, um, was saying that if it's good enough for Elton John, it's good enough for me. And right. you're like, how far now, does that go? How far does well, that, that that psychology go? I didn't understand. Like, if he'd have been buying a piano, <laughs> I'd have got it. Because it's like, what piano do I want? Well, what does what does yeah. Elton John play? Where he plays this Yamaha, blah blah blah. Well, it's good enough for Elton John. It's good enough for me. That I get. Yeah, that makes sense. But <laughs> that well-known, you know, sort of epidemiologist and virologist and you know, Doctor Elton John. Yeah. You know, if 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 writing "Candle in the Wind" qualifies you as a doctor, then that's fine. Uh, who that's knows fine. these days? To be fair, who it's knows? It's weird, isn't it? I saw it's, that. The other one cool. was Michael Caine as well. It's like, oh, really? Like, that's the... uh, is that going to really entice me to get the vaccine? No, and no one's going to know whether Elton John's gone 
lost the plot or not. I mean, he's completely off his rocker anyway half the time. He's, he's, have you ever watched the film where he just throws paddies all the time? It's brilliant. It's hilarious. He's got a massive temper problem. Um, and yes, that guy's pumped a hell of a lot of drugs in himself through the years. He even stuck his head in the oven in the 70s to try and kill himself. Old Mother Hubbard style. And um, is, that, I'm thinking, is, that how is, is that how he went from a, a bald, dark-haired man yeah. to a massive, full head of red hair? I think that's how is it that works. How, is that how that happened, is it? Yes, I believe so. I believe yeah. that's, that's exactly how it happened, yeah. yeah. Michael Caine's Michael not going to persuade me to get it because about two weeks ago, we couldn't remember his name. No, exactly. We couldn't. No, so, I only remembered it because I've got it written here in front of me. Um, so those two have been rolled out as the guys that are going to convince us to get the vaccine. Both of them, especially Michael Caine, looks like he's really on his last legs anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced, Gareth, yet. It is, it is weird. Like, I mean, do they, are they getting paid? Are they getting 30 pieces of silver? I, I personally, and it's not even just because of my feelings on the subject, but say, for instance, someone said to me, oh, can you advertise this whatever and this product and tell everyone how great it is? Yeah. Now, how much money are you offering me? Right, X, Y, Z, right. Is the product any good? Well, I don't know. Well, I'm not going to try and tell people to buy it then, am I? Because I'm not going to lie to people. Yeah, but you're go, yeah, not. But... This, is a, this, is, this is amazing. But... But with a with a medical procedure which has already had significant health, yeah, you know, effects on people and including, deaths, including death, yeah, yeah, death and blindness and, and you know being paralysed, yeah. What kind of a of a person have you got to be to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be the face of that. I think if I got, just get it's it's. I think you've got to be a compromised person, mate. To be honest, if you want my full disclosure on that i think you have to be a compromised person and we all know that people don't get to that level of an elton john without having some skeletons in the closet shall we say um elton john to me is part of one of these bloodline kind of in there with those lot i wouldn't say michael Caine so much but elton john he definitely got some skeletons in his closet how many times did you get pissed in your 20s and not remember what you did imagine what elton john did for 30 years and can't remember what? I found Elton John very strange because he was a friend of Diana's. He wrote the song, well, he rebadged the song for for Diana and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And but then went on to be close in the royal family and perform at the Queen's birthday and all this sort of nonsense. And you just think, really? Yeah. Well, he actually even when Michael Jackson came out of rehab, weird bit of trivia for you. He took Michael Jackson into his home. He's a handler. If you want to look into the mind control stuff guys in my opinion he's a handler this is exactly what it is um yeah he's always been like that he gets involved with all of these young pop, upcoming pop stars he was there with robbie williams for a while as well so yeah i think in his case and a lot of them cases and pierce morgan's case it would be the fact that they've got things hanging over them and i'm not talking about deep dark horrible stuff it doesn't have to be that it could just be something that could be deemed criminal that they could get in trouble with drugs you know, it could be something just just fraud, sticking money in the Cayman Islands, which most of them do. It could be anything that could get them in trouble, and they'll just think, you know, I'll just punt this out because I'm nearly nearly dead anyway. So mm. I think it's come from that, mate, to be honest. I think it will come back on them, though, particularly Morgan, because like, I've heard you use the term before, like, about people leading with their chin. Mm. Like, you know, okay, so 
Elton, oh, good old Elton. Like people can kind of brush it under the carpet a little bit. For, but but in terms of peers, we'll stick it from, in the oven. from the beginning of this, like literally from the beginning, he has just pushed the narrative and pushed the draconian response to the narrative. He's a big fan of New Zealand, um, which has shut Auckland down again because there's three cases. And um, so when all this comes out, which it will, um, you know, even even if even if the the level of the scam doesn't come out, but what everyone said, which is lockdown is worse than any virus, when that comes out as a case of actually, yeah, look at the amount of of death and destitution and and mental health just torment and you know, it's child abuse. Once all that comes out to the point where people are like, actually, God, yeah, it was so. This is so much worse than it would have been if we'd have just let it do its thing. Then they're going to be looking at certain people, and obviously looking at Hancock. They'll be looking at Whitty and Valance, people like that. Morgan will be on. He'll be on that list. Yeah, and everybody hates him anyway. Like it's not as if like a bit like as you say, cuddly old Elton John. Um, it's this guy that everybody just genuinely dis- dislikes anyway. I mean, he's not got anyone who's going to really care with a bit like um max clifford a bit like that in a sense they'll throw him under the bus and people will just go yeah i knew it was dodgy a little bit like that um i think to him i don't actually think max clifford was that dodgy to be fair to him but compared to pierce morgan i think it's far deeper in the down the rabbit hole than them but he's got no there's no sympathy and empathy you can give to someone like that who's that vile really yeah exactly Exactly. And the fact that he just pissed off to Antigua for Christmas while telling everyone they were COVID idiots if they didn't stay at home. Did he? You know, yeah. you know, that just that just goes to show that, you know, he was also living in a tier three, I think it was, area. So he wasn't allowed to travel. Yet he just pissed off to Antigua because it's one rule for me, one rule for you. Um, yet he will still, you know, kick off and get the ump with Amanda Holden, who got a desperate family phone call and so got in the car and drove to see her family. Right. which is what a normal person would do. Got grassed up by a neighbour um, who was a copper. So, oh, uh, yeah, bellend, bellend. Well, this um, is, think, you know. thinking of a, um, one rule for you lot, one rule for us, there was a really funny one. One of my favourite what-ass of the month was the Pope saying, mature doc- democracies should shun political personality cults. From the Pope. He was talking about Trump, it? obviously, but the Pope doesn't like perk cults of personality the pope but they don't they, it, it's extraordinary isn't it like and another case of that is obviously this disney actress who's got sacked for saying absolutely nothing wrong but right. um this links then into piers morgan of, and there's another WhatsApp really like those people that hate piers morgan because he was friends with trump or because he stuck up for conservatives or because he spoke up for freedom of speech in the past that obviously made him a nazi now he's actually acting like a Nazi. They love it. Yeah, it's the inversion of everything, mate. Your dad's been taking that for years. We live in a topsy-turvy, inside-out world. We always did, but it was under the surface. Me and you knew it. People like your dad knew it. But now it's it's not, it, as you say, it's out in the shadows. It's, it's, it's absurdly backwards and inwards and inverted now. Absolutely. There's before it used to be a bit, a bit like hidden. But for the Pope to come out and say... I really don't approve of these personality cults. To like 30,000 people go, listen, listen, listen. I do not approve of personality cults. Listen to me. You shut up. I'm the Pope. Listen. In his fancy dress. 
in his, in his little um, golf wagon, which I love. I love that because it's got no sides to it. It's like, all right, then you're protected from the front and the back. You're not being shot, but from what I can tell, you've got no sides on that, mate. God's, right God's, God's either side, then. Oh, how does COVID not get in from the front or back? This is true, actually. But then you're supposed to leave the window open, aren't you? Let leave fresh two, air in. Leave two open. Let fresh air in. Yeah. That's another one as well. So um, I remember we were talking, uh, loads of us were talking about the fact that do not resuscitate orders have been put on people from the beginning of this. So people just allowed to die and then put COVID on the death certificate. Yeah. Um, and we all got fact-checked in the same way we did for saying vitamin D was good for the immune system. Okay, mate. And so when I did that speech with Fargo Square, I got fact-checked and the guy from the Times gave it all that, that, that you know, this do not resuscitate order thing was nonsense. There's no evidence for it. What, apart from all the do not resuscitate orders? That, all right. But, um, but yeah, it came out this week, uh, well, over the weekend, that they'd not only been putting do not resuscitate orders on old people, as we said they were, but also on young people with learning difficulties, oh, um, um, you know, mentally handicapped people, and just so they're just allowed to die then. So, so, so we were right then. All right, okay. Well, I'll wait for the apology. I'll wait for that forever. Yeah, because they don't know what they're talking about. I mean, that's just, just, I mean, this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a very slow eugenics program. Well, that's here. it. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah, yeah, eugenics to do that. But the other thing that annoys me, and I said this to Gemma last night, was like, how do I know that that's what's happening? And how do you know that's what's happening? Accurately know as well. And we're talking about it as far back as March last year. And the doctors don't know. Of course the doctors know. Yeah. And so they're culpable. Absolutely. And it's, and it's like, you know, no, it's not everyone's fault in the NHS. And the orders are coming from on high. But at the same time, if you're putting, you know, the, 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 the signature for that person's do not resuscitate order, that didn't come from head office that came from you that came from from your hospital or your hospital your um doctor surgery or whatever so if you're signing that you're culpable and you should be you should be held accountable at the end of this well, this is where, what we were saying with the police they need to be individually sued and individually held accountable as people not as a policeman not as a doctor because this is the only way to do it go, okay well you fuck you i don't care if you're a doctor i'm bypassing that i'm suing you as a person an individual then you'll see change because Everything is about people bypassing um, responsibility at the moment. Like they don't know, oh, forget you have it, and that, that comes down to living under a, a democracy that we don't live under. Everything is about getting other people to tell you what to do or taking responsibility for what you do. Until people want to take personal responsibility, we're stuck like this. And this is, and then they're not taking the ones who think they're taking. This is the inversion of it. You think you're taking personal responsibility by wearing a mask and by getting your <laughs> your vaccine and your experimental vaccine, but actually, what you're doing is is you're bypassing your responsibility to research these things because you're too lazy and you're, it's so much easier to sit there and put the BBC on. And I genuinely think people are, are addicted to it. They just no, want people, to... people don't want to take responsibility. And we yeah. spoke about that before. Like That's a lot of the problem. But then at the same time, no one's taking responsibility because nobody's liable. So, so the government says you've got to wear a mask. So I'm not... So I, I, I do away with my personal responsibility and I just yeah. wear it. Okay, but the government's not responsible or liable if anything happens to me as a result of that mask wearing. It's not like if I keel over and or, or I, I have you know issues in terms of you know lung cancers, the development of breathing in f uh, fibers. I can't then go back on them 
and go, well, hang on, you told me to do this. And I, so actually no one's liable. No one's taking any responsibility. Mm. And that's what like Stephen Weibrow and the guys in Austria have been doing. They've been, they've been issuing orders of liability to politicians um, yeah. and saying, okay, you're responsible then. And he's saying that, that that's what he does if he goes into a shop. And the guy's like, put a mask on, right? Are you responsible for everything that happens as a result of me wearing this? Mm. And obviously their reaction is, what? It's like, no, 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 you're responsible yeah. now. You're liable now. And people don't want to know. Well, all right, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be liable, do you? Why, why, why would you not want to be liable if it's safe? Because it's not safe. Well, exactly. And yeah. it's the same with the vaccine. You know, so you know, people are getting the jab, but but we already know that the that the manufacturers aren't liable. So who's liable then? Well, this is the thing. People would rather be dead than responsible. <laughs> They'd rather go. Do you know what? Yeah. I might die, but at least I won't get told off. It won't be my fault. As long as, I'm not, as long as it's not my fault, don't tell me off. I'd rather die than be told off. That's kind of where people are at. That's mental. Isn't yeah, it? it's, it's insane. And it's, and a lot of it is also the virtue signaling. Because, oh, yeah. because the reason I say that is this is the only... So when people have got... I mean, obviously, you know, social media's been around for, for a long, long time. So I look at, say, Twitter. I think I've been on there since, like, 2009 or so, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember when it first arrived. But I've never seen people put pictures of their them getting their flu jab. Apart from like Sadiq Khan or something, trying to get everyone to do it. I mean, like members of the public. I've never seen, you know, people going, oh, yeah, I took my kid for a chicken pox injection. No, it, yeah. people just people just got on with it, whether you like to do it or not. They just got on with it. And then that was fine. If you went on holiday and you, you know, got a couple of yellow fever things or whatever people get, no one was taking pictures of themselves in the doctor's <laughs> surgery. With exactly. a needle bit. No one was doing that. So, but they're doing it for this. Of course they are. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it is virtue signaling. A lot of it is look at me, look what I'm doing as part of this massive, huge, brilliant, wonderful sort of blitz esque thing that's happened in my lifetime that I've lived through. Exactly. Yeah. It right. is. It's a badge of honour. Like I've got an email. We've started getting some emails in from people sending in WhatsApps, which is fantastic, guys. So please keep sending them in. Richard dot Willett at iconic dot com. And we, yeah, we've been getting some in. Um, Nick sent one in about some sunglasses and he said, I saw someone I knew and she wanted to stop and talk. He doesn't stop and talk to people with masks. But however, she had sunglasses on and said her cousin was a nurse and you can catch it through your eyes. Is her cousin a what kind of nurse? I have no idea. Night night nurse? A bottle of night nurse? <laughs> she just downed it. Six of them. On the way out, um, you can yeah, catch it through your eyes. You can get it through your eyes and your mouth. Any hole is a goal for the COVID, isn't it? Really, that would be a good slogan for them, actually. Any hole's a goal, <laughs> but then surely, like the skin is the biggest absorber, is it not? Well, it is. It's the biggest organ of the body, but people don't see it as an organ. But it is an organ. It's the biggest so, organ of the body. So, just cover everything then. Wear a hazmat suit, yeah. Get it all covered, mate. And there was a picture on I saw on Twitter today of some ladies with bag, polythene bags over their heads and a mask under it. They look like you know when you kind of you get your your lolly from the um your sticky lolly from the circus or from the carnival, and it's got that wrap around the top of it. Yeah, it, they look like that basically, but blue on the inside. I mean, so. Yeah, he's got that through, and this lady, she said her cousin's a nurse, so trust the science, yeah. and um, you can get it through your eyes. 
you get it for your eyes. So wear sunglasses now. And uh, yeah, yeah. See, this is what I didn't understand about the, the face visors. They're like, oh, but it's airborne. It's on the spit particles. So wear a face visor. But what, what about your ears? What have I spit in your ear? I've spat. Yeah, I often do that as well. Sometimes I in the hand and then slap the ear. I mean, these people where, are doing these the things. <laughs> it, it, it just it, it's ridiculous. I wonder if they'll, they'll ban them next. So the, the, this is just an example of, of someone who's, who's sent that in. I mean, there's, there's even more. I've got another one sent in from Will, who talked about Arsenal's Europa, Europa League last um, 32 match with Benfica. It's set for neutral grounds for each leg. So, obviously, you know far more about football than me, but each leg, your home and away leg, yeah, they're just they're going to have two legs still, but on neutral ground, two different, two, two different stadiums. So I'll come around yours and play as the home team, and then you'll go around Jay's and play as the home team. Why don't you just have one match? This just is from Will. Yeah, just play one game. <laughs> There's no home advantage, is there? I, I can't be asked for football anymore. Anyway, like, don't be one on Saturday. That's a what have. Don't happen often, <laughs> but I just can't be bothered with it. I've not it's watched just, it. It's, it's just lifeless. And I don't think, I mean, this is someone, I mean, I was a season ticket holder for years at Derby. And I just think now, like, obviously, because they'll make football vaccine passport bill as well. Well, yeah. Um, so that would be like, that's football done. That's football done for me. I don't understand how sad, football's really. still going, Gaz. I mean, how they make money, especially the lower division teams. Well, they're not. The lower division teams are on their arse, literally on their arse. The Premier League teams still get the crazy TV money. And all that sort of stuff. But the thing is, though, Rich, like as 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 the TV companies will, will pay the amount of money based on the amount of people watching it. So therefore, the amount of advertising revenue. Yeah. So it's obviously a, a trickle down thing. Now, I know for a fact that less people watch football now because a hell of a lot of people aren't bothered by it anymore, myself included. Because mm. I can't watch it. I'll watch it when the fans are back. You know, I'll watch it when there's an atmosphere again or whatever. And and also, you know, you've got it's not a fair thing either because they've been smashing these tests up people's noses every twenty minutes that are ridiculous tests. So all it takes is for a team to have a bunch of players have to isolate, and then you know it's not fair because Derby are putting out a weakened team and getting beat. But yeah, it's not fair. Like none of these players are ill; they're just not allowed to play. Yeah. And so it's just all a bit crap, really. And so less people are watching it. So obviously that that can only go on for so long before the television companies go, well, we're not getting the figures, so therefore we're not able to charge as much for the advertiser, and therefore we're not getting as much money in, therefore we can't pay you as much. And so then it starts to affect the other clubs as well. Yeah, we see that. It's a trickle-down effect, isn't it? It's yeah. going to happen in everything, like bands. What about if you, you're in a five-piece band and your drummer gets COVID? We're like, well, we'll just do it without the drums this week for the next two weeks. Oh, oh, the horn player's gone. Don't really need him. Um, it's. I don't think people realised how big of an effect this would be. This this whole madness is just going to pull apart everything, and it has done. Yeah, and, and it's nearly idea, twelve mate. months, and it's it's ridiculous. I was with you guys when this first started. I was actually in Derby in one of the hotels. I filmed it for Prime for Panic, and it's fascinating to watch back. Just to think, this is still going on twelve months later. That was the three three weeks to flatten the curve, which we knew, of course, it wasn't going to be. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it will still be going on a year from now, mate. Of course, it will. Yeah, and the thing is, what will happen as well is even when they open stuff, like they're apparently being urged to do the eat out to help out the scheme again. But the thing is, restaurants aren't fun, pubs aren't fun. Mm. So even when they open stuff, because they'll open stuff with such ridiculous rules, we've spoke about it loads. So you can't talk to people at the bar. Go, well, I'll stay at home then. This is bollocks. 
And so you're going to get less people in the pubs and stuff. So they're going to make less money anyway. But the other things like the hospitality trade, so like hotels and stuff like that, what they'll do, even if they haven't yet brought in the vaccine passport thing, which they're obviously going to try and do, but domestically, like, so if I want to travel to wherever to stay in a hotel and, you know, a holiday with, with kids, they will be, they'll say stuff like, oh, you need to have a negative test within 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever. Well, because this stuff is ridiculous in terms of the tests, mm. you could test positive and negative. Well, Arika Badu was, was positive in a left nostril and negative in a right nostril. What a great name. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This is madness. Like Elon Musk, <laughs> had four, Elon Musk had four consecutive tests from the same nurse in the same room. Two were negative, two were positive. So it's absolute clownville, right? It's rush, It's roulette, isn't it? It's yeah, test it's roulette. roulette. Yeah, test so, roulette. So, so even if I'm, say, allowed to go to New York to watch the Rangers for my 40th, I won't be. But say I am. So we've got the hotel booked in New York, not cheap. We've got the flights booked to New York, not cheap. We've got the New York Rangers tickets, not cheap. Um, we've got childcare. We've got this, all this stuff organised. And then one of you, me and Gemma, has a, a, a positive test because Arika Badu's nostril. And all of a sudden, you've lost everything. You've lost the flights. You've lost the the hotels. You've lost yep. the Ranger game tickets. you lost hundreds and hundreds of thousands, probably, of pounds. So you don't do it. Why would you take that risk? Mm-hmm. You're not going to, and people aren't going to. We'll go. Okay, we'll, we'll just we'll stay in a in a in a you know in a guest house in the Peak District, and we'll go walking. We'll do that then. I get. You'll get more than know. that, mate. You'll get that. You can't go into this. If it keeps going, people don't stop this now. This is going to be. You can't go into that district without an Eureka Badu test up the nose. And it's it's roulette. You live in your life in roulette. It's it's literally that. It's like I don't know. And how can you yeah. live your life? Like, I've been trying to come to Derby to film some stuff for the last few months, and we have to move stuff. Not because of me not being able to travel or anything like that. It's because other people need to move their stuff around because of this nonsense, and therefore you can't go out and film stuff. And it affects everything. You can't have a life and organise anything this way because everything is on a on a roulette wheel. It's like, it's just the chances of everything locking together and being able to organise anything... They're a million to one. I mean, how yeah. are you going to have a... Oh, we'll have a wedding. Oh, who are we going to invite? Don't really matter, does it? We'll just say anyone who doesn't got a pot, who gets a, gets through the testing stage can come. And that's yeah. where it'll be. And I might not be there either. So I might have to Skype my vows in. It's... This is how we're living. It's... it's It is. It's, it's test roulette, this world. But that's what it is. Like, But it comes back to the whole vitamins thing of yeah. just not letting people relax not letting people have a minute to breathe and and you know and just oh man like they're just not allowing it everyone's on edge and and like even this like you know he's going to give his route map his route map out of lockdown now what he needs to do if he was genuine is go right okay these lockdowns don't work this is a freaking scam on that front we can't keep doing this it's going to destroy everything so what we're going to do we're going to reopen and pick a date, whatever, but on the first yeah. of first of April, we're going to reopen everything and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, and basically. then deal with the problem from there. Deal with yeah. the problem from there. Go okay, and if you if you tend to be the person who believes this is what it is, which I don't, but if you do believe in it, you go okay. Let the problem. We'll deal with the problem. We don't deal with a mitigated issue that was never is not getting us anywhere. We, we're going nowhere with this around, and, and that's the purpose. Obviously, me and you know that. That's the purpose. Yeah. Millions of pe- other people know this. That the purpose is to just keep us spinning our wheels and going around in circles until they probably get this system in place and we accept it. 
as it's it's a wearing down thing. But as you say, if they were genuine, they go, okay, we've done this for a year. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because you're telling us that the cases are going up and down, up and down, up and down. It doesn't work. So why are we continuing to do it? It's the definition of madness. It's ridiculous. But as you say, it's not meant to work. It's meant to keep us no. in a in a place of um, no man's land. And that's where we're got, at. What they've got as well, because lockdowns are just the go-to now, because that's what they do. So, you know, we spoke about it before, whether we were chatting about it in July, um, that masks were forever and people laughed, but they're openly saying that masks are forever now, public transport and um, shops and stuff. Um, but they've also got, okay, so lockdown is the go-to. So whenever anything happens, they'll just lock down. But you've also got a test where you can pull down the amplification and pull up the amplification yeah. whenever you want. So mm -hmm. you, if you want a lot of positives, you can get it. If you want to bring down a lot of positives, maybe when you've just released a vaccine or when you've just locked down, so you want to show that lockdowns are working, you pull or the you've amplification got a new, down. Or a new president gets in. Yeah, well, exactly. So you can control the test like that. And the other thing that they've got up their sleeve now is the variant. I love so these. He, super, so he, the super variants. The super variants in... Brazil, Britain, and South Africa, the three places that Oxford, AstraZeneca are trialing and have been since July or June even. But so these three variants, right? So these are going to be one of three of many. So they'll just keep bringing them out. Of course they will. Whenever they want. So so it's fine. Like Johnson says, oh, the root map is this, right? Schools go back on the 8th of March. Um, you know, the non-essential shops. What's non-essential mean? If I need that, that's essential. Exactly, yeah. Um uh, open up in April and then in May hospitality opens, right? But but there's no point if unless you're going to go. They open in March, they open in April, they open in May. No matter what happens, that's what's happening. It's written into law. It's written into stone. There you go. But is, if they don't do that, then you know he can, he'll just pop up with a new variant on the on the seventh of March, and all of a sudden the kids don't go back. Exactly. Like and you can't live no. like that. You can't live you like can't that. You can't live like that. That on top you, you... of on top of the the test roulette, and and um and all of these new variants, the COVID remix. Fucking, it literally is like we've just done a re we've remixed it. This is a, it's that's still that's still life life is a roller coaster by Ronan Keaton, isn't it? You've just put a dance beat in the background. No, it's new. It's a new it's a new record. It's the, it's a dance beat in the background. It's they're remixing it, and they'll keep remixing yeah. it and keep remixing it, and you'll go yeah. sounds the same to me. Sounds like the same old bollocks, but no. No, it's a new song. It's got an extra bit on the end. It's got a guitar solo in the middle of it. I mean, the Kent variant made me laugh. I didn't pick up on that till you told me about the Superman Kent thing. They're taking the piss. But we're living in a world where we can't go left, right, or centre. I mean, that literally, I remember when Toby first all jumped about, and there was like this square where people had to stand on, and you could go forward or backwards, but you couldn't go sideways. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's like they didn't, they didn't know how to go sideways. Uh, it was like early on in the days where they put the squares on the floor where you had to stand in. I mean, I'm even saying, Gareth, I've just said early on in the days. Back in yeah. the day. Back in the day. The it's been the days. longest year of ever, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's meant to break people, and it's breaking kids mainly. Kids are just ruined by this, which is all mm -hmm. part of the idea. Um, the, the other thing, though, this is a good what-have, though, right? So Nepal is obviously one of the poorest countries on the planet. Um, they got to a point, so they locked down the same as everyone else. They got to a point where they couldn't lock down anymore, basically, because they were done. They were finished. So it was a case of, right, I know the World Health Organization have paid us money to lock down, which is normal. Um, and we've been urged to, in the same as all these other countries, you know, lock down and we'll see you all right. 
but we can't lock down anymore because if we do, it's it's done. Yeah. So they reopened, right? And everything's fine. Of course it is. And the cases don't exist and the deaths don't exist, right? And it made me laugh because a uh, a senior politician in Nepal you used the term, he said, what was it? He goes, it's almost like it doesn't exist. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it almost like it doesn't exist? Is it almost like there isn't a brand new deadly virus? Is it almost like that? It is almost yeah. like that, isn't it? I mean, if you if yeah. you really stretched your imagination, you could think that this was all like some sort of scam. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I if I was an evil genius that really wanted to wipe a lot of people out of the planet and get them uh, a reliant upon a system of uh, money that we can print out of nothing, I could. This is how I would do it. I mean. You couldn't write this. You could no, not write this unless you're Boris Johnson's dad. You couldn't write this. But you could write a list of stuff, of, of moments in the last 12 months where, and this is quite disheartening, but where you'd go, <laughs> right, that is gotta, that's got to be it. So when yeah. Neil Ferguson, who told everyone it's the deadliest virus and it's going to kill millions of people, was having it off around another woman's house, so yeah. clearly not bothered, and was even going around there at a time when her husband, because she's married, obviously... Um, had apparently was suffering from it. He was still going around there to knock her off, right? Where was he? So, so God knows, in the cupboard probably. So when that happened, um, that should have been right. Well, this is this is nonsense. Yeah, really. yeah. And then obviously, you know, when Dominic Cummings went buggered off for a two hundred mile drive to test his eyes, that should have been the end of it. And so there's all these moments throughout. You know, when the poor poor was positive, that should have been the end of it. Yeah, thought so, wouldn't you? You really would the can of coke being positive in front of everyone in the Austrian court, like all these things that you just think, this, this has got to be the end. This has got. Oh no, no, they're still carrying on. Yeah, still people are still on. buying it. I mean, to the yeah. point where they've actually got, and that's part of my kind of understanding of the vaccine is that it's a big test to see how many people are still buying it and how far will you go to to feel safe. How far can we push them? Even if there's nothing wrong with these vaccines, and I'm not saying there is, but they're, they're experimental and they do mess with their mRNA vaccine that transverse the RNA back into the DNA. No one knows what that long-term effects of that is. That's a given and that's a fact. We'll only know in the future what the problem is with that. Um, but even if there's nothing wrong with it, it's still a test to see how far you'll go to take it. It's all Russian roulette. You've played Russian roulette with the tests. you played Russian roulette with the gut. With the vaccines, you're playing Russian roulette with where you can and can't go. You're sitting there going, I don't know, what do you want from me? They don't want anything from you. They just want you to do as you're told when they want you to do as you're told. And whatever yeah. stupid thing they can come up with, they'll get you to do it. And you say it's back to Bidderman's again, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah. that goes into to things like the PC culture. And I've got one here that says from Subdin, which is a, a twi Twitter account. We're disgusted and disappointed to learn that, that reading books is actually giving a platform to a writer who was apparently, she wasn't, Islamophobic, transphobic, bit biphobic, and this one made me cry with laughter, whorephobic. Whorephobic. Who doesn't like a whore, bitch? But this is what I'm saying. Like, that's, I mean, show me show me someone who's who's not pro-whore. I mean, Does whore phobic just, is whore phobic. Like you have a phobia of something, so you're frightened of something. You'd have thought so, what, so, wouldn't you? You go, oh, get away from me. Don't touch me. He's a very, very yeah. terrified author. <laughs> yeah, scared, everything. Scared Especially, everything. Whore. she doesn't leave the house. Masked up. She won't go down on his back alleys in case any of those whores are down there. Yeah. Don't touch me. Touch me with your whore hands. It's, so that, that, yeah, that was 
they accused her of being whorephobic, so she had whorephobia. Is this the one in Australia? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was... Yeah. Um, she was supposed to do a Julia Bindle, her name was. And yeah, mm. we implore publishers to pull their books and readers to boycott readings because she's whorephobic. She just... Or just let people read what she has to say and then agree or disagree with it. Don't be stupid. Don't, don't. You'll get us chucked off of all platforms for that sort of uh, that sort of thought process, Mr. Well, this is the same same situation with that um, Lucasfilm woman who Disney sacked. I can't remember her name now. Right. She she basically made a very valid point because she's a conservative about the fact that America was becoming like early Nazi Germany in the sense that the Germans didn't just round up the Jews; they dehumanized them and basically made the population hate them to such a level that when they did come round and round them up, people had very little sympathy. Yeah. You know, otherwise you'd be like, no, no, it's my neighbour, he's sound. So they, you know, so this was the point she was making and, and that with conservatives in America, Trump fans in America, they're being dehumanised and, you know, belittled and in such a way that this is dangerous. Like, this is dangerous. Yeah. This is leading to mass hate and actually, you know, people need to come together as as one and start try and work on making this country better, rather than just you know dehumanising and, and hating a certain demographic. You'd have to be a mentalist to disagree with that. Well, but, there's many of them out there, mate. Um, as you said, just to sort of put something I'll go with that. Did you remember the one about the guy that that helped his neighbour out and and um, cleared their drive of snow? Oh, and, um, they God. said it was an act of was it an act of aggressive niceness because he was a Trump fan. Do you remember that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. That one stood that... out for me. What's an act of aggressive niceness? She, she was writing for who's she writing for? New York Times. Something Sounds along like them lines. They, they do, yeah. That her next door neighbours were were a family of Trump supporters and she hated them. But then <laughs> it snowed and they she realised that obviously she didn't have a man in the house. And so the fella next door is... I wonder uh, why. Obviously a big guy, probably, she probably ate him. Yeah. Um, just thought, I'll clear her drive as well, because it's a nice thing to do. And she didn't know what to do about it, because she wanted to say thanks, because that's the polite thing to do, but they're also Nazis. Because they like it Trump. Because yeah. they like Trump. It was extraordinary. And that then goes back to the fact that, obviously with his last that got sacked, obviously the pronouns and bios were celebrating because, you know, can't have a strong independent woman with her own views. Um, but also the far leftist, so like that Times um, journalist, mm. um, have been calling people Nazis, Trump supporters Nazis for five years, right? No evidence for anything other than the fact that they wore a MAGA hat. You know, it's red and it says, make America great again. Oh, that's basically the same as like, BSS. Absolutely. Um, they then got offended by the fact that this this actress had compared America to Nazi Germany, uh, and said that by doing that they were belittling the plight of victims of the Holocaust, and therefore what she said was anti-Semitic. It's not anti-Semitic, and by calling it anti-Semitic, you actually belittling genuine anti-Semitism. But I was looking at it, just going, but but that's like me, bitch, calling you a Nazi forever. And then you saying something about, you know, going down the gulag or or being put on the, you know, the train to Auschwitz and me going, oh, are you are you comparing now with what happened 
in, you know, under the Nazis and being offended by it. It's like, but you've been doing it. Yeah. Like, but what, what, if I, what if I'm comparing it? Yeah. You can disagree with it. it. I'm allowed you can to compare it. Me. Exactly. Yeah. But her views, which are anti-hate, <laughs> were, were considered to right. be abho- abhorrent. I love that. Anti-hate. God, I'm aggressively anti-hate at you. Aggressively nice at you. These are these double double think, aren't they? It's double think. It's it's just madness. It's madness, and I can't see it ending. Um, especially under Biden, it's just going to get worse. He's subtly. This is another what have. So he's asked for a hundred days of masking when he when he got inaugurated. Hundred yeah. days of masking, right? So he was um, doing some interview, double masked, obviously, um, <laughs> on Friday. I think it was Friday, it might have been Saturday, where he was he he was talking to the press and blah, 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 blah. And he said, you know, and obviously by everyone wearing masks till the end of the year, what we're going to do, we throw... And it was like, ooh! Oh, that went far, didn't it? You, you've, you've dropped that one in you've subtly and slightly, done... haven't you? <laughs> Another 250-odd days on top of that. Did you get that? Huh. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, man, you are such a con artist. It's just madness. You've got a guy... Apparently, if you believe this to be the most powerful man on the planet, of course, we know that that's just nonsense. But let's go with the narrative that most people think it's America is the most powerful country in the planet. It's not. Um, who is senile, doesn't know where he is, wearing two masks on TV, talking nonsense, trying to get a president um, impeached who's no longer in president. Um, it's like trying to, it's trying to like, so do you know what that's like? It's like me and you going, walking out of our job and going, stick up your ass, mate, I'm not doing this anymore. And then the boss coming around your house and knocking on the door going, you're fired for what you said yeah, to me. Yeah, that's exactly like, what it is. I've left, mate. I don't, I don't, I'm no longer employed by you. That's exactly what it is. You can't fire someone who's already left the job. But this is, I'll t- tell you what mad. it is though, Rich. What it is, is it's to stop him running again as an independent. Well, that didn't work, they, did it? No, but if they'd have impeached him, he, he couldn't run again in 2024. And I think he will. And, I think he will uh, now, yeah. And, I mean, the 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 honestly, the, the levels they went to trying to... Obviously, me and you aren't fans of Trump, but no, the levels the levels that they went, you know, obviously, uh, Ocasio-Cortez just lying, obviously, about <laughs> she stuff. Was, she's, yeah. she's just a lunatic, isn't she? I, when I saw Ocasio-Cortez Smollett trending as a hashtag, <laughs> that did make me laugh. It's just the same thing, just she's, lying. She just lies, she just... Oh, I was fearful for my life. Time. But you weren't in the building. What do you? I, yeah. I was near the building. I, I yeah. know the building. I was looking at a picture of the building. Yeah, and that brought back um, issues that I had in my. I mean, she reeks of borderline personality disorder. As someone who was with someone a with a personality disorder for a good nine months, she sounds. She reeks of histrionic and BPD to me. And I wouldn't believe a word that comes out of her mouth. And no, I, no, no. I, I guarantee she's that terrifying. she's. She will lie about everything. And um, that's why they found her. Thought she's quite pretty-ish. She's quite pretty. Um, we'll put her in there. She'll lie about everything and anything. And she's quite well spoken. She she should have been out of a job when she went down to the Mexican border to look at the kids in cages. Yeah. Uh, as as a result of Obama's policy, FYI. But still, and was screaming and crying at it, only for it to transpire that actually, when the camera pans out, it's an empty parking lot. <laughs> That she's screaming at. She should have gone then. She should like, have gone that. to jail for that. Well, that's just like, no, you, you're gone. But bye. That's yeah. like, like Happy Gilmore. No, no, no. Give me my wedge. But, like, just bye bye. Gone. See you later. But she's still there because she serves a purpose. Obviously, she's divisive as hell. Yeah. Um, but also, 
they they presented as evidence to impeach him a tweet that Trump had sent, which had apparently sort of, you know, called for the insurrection. But they changed the date on the tweet by a year. Right? He'd sent it a year earlier. So obviously his lawyer has gone, that's from a year ago, what are you on about? Right? And also there was another tweet from another account, which was just a regular whatever person. They photoshopped a um, verified tick on it to try and make it like it was a official account and it was just like <laughs> they're just terrible do they not understand like like the coding that go, i mean i'm not great at photoshop as you could detect, test for but it do you not understand the coding that goes into a photoshop file it keeps all the dates and everything in there all the i mean they, these it's are the just, people are they that, that thick well this is the thing but obviously the lawyer like, has obviously torn him a new one and obviously he's you know wasn't impeached but when he was interviewed on i think it was cn it wasn't CNN, CSNBC maybe, because it's NSNBC. I was hard to keep up with all those freaking letters. Yeah, but there was yeah. one, one awoke news outlet. Anyway, he was interviewed and he just tore into the mainstream media and ripped him a new arsehole. It was actually quite beautiful to watch. Uh, I shared it yesterday. But he makes this point of the fact that they lied. They made up evidence. Like They, they, they edited dates on tweets and they did blah, blah. And the, the woman, I'm paraphrasing, because I can't remember the exact words she says, but she basically says, yeah, but they only edited two bits of evidence. What? Yeah, as if it's like, yeah, but they only, it was only two bits of evidence that were doctored. Like, the rest of it was real. And you're like... That's not the point. What do you mean they only doctored? <laughs> yeah, we only put a little bit of his semen on the curtains and we only put a little, a couple of strands of hair inside the uh, lady's shoe. The rest of it was exactly how we found it. Exactly. What are you talking about? That's, just, a it, that's incredibly elite. How are they not going to jail, these people? But this is but this is how these people think, and this comes back to what we've spoken about many times, which is this kind of I'm right, you're wrong, so therefore the you know the the ends justify the means. It doesn't matter that I have to cheat you out of a job or I have to lie, um, or I have to get you sacked when what you said wasn't actually abhorrent or whatever. It's just the fact that you're wrong, I'm right. So therefore, you're irrelevant, really. So yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I have to lie to get rid of you because you need to go. And that's how they would have acted with Trump. That would have been exactly that. It doesn't matter that we had to falsify evidence. That what matters is he's gone. Well, he's already gone like, anyway. Is that what yeah, exactly. Pelosi was? When did you see the video of Pelosi coming out that she looked like an angry humanities teacher? And she came out and she was like on the stage, like she rushed towards the podium. As as an an eighty two hundred eighty eight year old woman can rush, and she rushed through yeah. the podium, and she was livid, and she had a mask on, and she was like, uh, "Oh uh, yeah, she's did you see crazy. it?" And then she talked about something about yeah. stationery, and then there's a guy behind him who got caught shagging the um the uh the Chinese spy with twiddling oh, his thumbs, going, yes. "I don't really know what to do with myself here. I'm still a bit horny. I don't know what to do." And then there's a woman behind her laughing because she's insane and doesn't quite realise the how much trouble she's in. And the woman, she looks like an angry geographer, like humanities teacher. Like, if you don't, like, if you don't, she's on the edge of a breakdown and then she goes home, like, later that night and she drink drives all the way home. That's what she looked like. And then she went on about, about missing an opportunity and then something about stationery. I didn't get that reference. Did you understand what that was about? No, I'm still thinking about her $24,000 fridge freezer. Yeah. She's, a, yeah, how yeah. How many tubs of ice cream she's having. <laughs> But what's funny though is that guy, the Japanese, uh, Japanese, the Chinese spy man. Um, Great name. 
he he was the head, wasn't he, of of the impeachment? So he's he's finished. <laughs> He's, he's, he's just twiddling his thumbs. If you watch the video, it's on my Twitter. I'm, I'm, you I'm had now one back job. Into it. Yeah, you had one job. And we let you have the little Chinese lady. I'm not saying she's little. Straight away, I've gone with that stereotype that all Chinese people are little. But I think she was. But um, he was twiddling his thumbs. He's like, oh, I really am in shit now. Because um, I've gone and done that. And now he's not. I've not even done this job properly. Not even done this, this job properly. But this is another thing. So even if you're like, say, let's pretend politics is real life, right? And they're actually genuine people, and not just Satan yeah. in a suit. So he's had an affair with a Chinese spy, right? We've all done now it, bear, Gareth. Now bear in mind, he's got full security clearance, right? And he's having an affair with a Chinese spy, <laughs> right? So when that's found out, yeah, the the FBI go, here, mate." We know about her. You might want to sod her off. So he, they give him the heads up, right? So mm. he sends her back to China. He's still got the security clearance now, right? And is running the impeachment on the on the former president. Now you're looking at that going, what? Yeah. What? Like you're not texting her, are you? No, I'm not. No, I've stopped. I stopped. I haven't. Honestly, I've not spoken to her on Facebook for about just, a month. The security clearance is gone instantly. That's done. Done. That's gone instantly. She's arrested. You're arrested. And there's a diplomatic issue between uh, America and China and the fact that why have the Chinese got spies infiltrating our government? Which yeah. is a legitimate question. Not, yeah, we know about her. You might want to send her off. Yeah. Do you I'll, know give what, you 20, I'll give you 20 minutes just to clean up. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? If I was, a, if I was like the head of the, the Chinese Communist Party, and and maybe one day I will be. I mean, I, you are because they're copying everything you say on the biweekly. And, oh, really? And I hope so. Oh, well, they watch. I knew they would listen to this. I, I thought they Definitely. might be. And yeah. it, if you were going to send a spy in, would you not choose someone who wasn't Chinese? That's an idea. Do you know? I'd have gone That's for someone nice. who's Scottish myself. Yeah. Yeah. Short. Maybe red hair. Possibly in charge. Red lipstick and a sort of blue three-piece suit, women's suit. Yeah, the weekend she does Elton John impressions. That one, that sort of person. She could do. She imagine if they'd cast her in Rocket Man. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch the extras. Because she's so small, Pocket Rocket Man. <laughs> I'd love it. That's what we should call her from now. Pocket, Pocket Rocket Man. Pocket Rocket. I'm sure Pocket Rocket's a dildo, isn't it? Um. I wouldn't like Google it, but that could come back and bite me. It could really could. It probably could bite you if you get the new upgraded version. It, yeah. Um, yeah. So you wouldn't send the Chinese one in, would you? You go. Hang on a minute. You're giving it away here. Not that one. Not that, Not one. that one. Not that one. She is fit. I know she's fit, but there are some Scottish people. This just a redhead, blonde Scottish lady. We'll send her in because he likes him. Tartan, tartan mask. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah, because he'll never get it. You never get it if you didn't get the last one, and she was Chinese. Didn't get that, and he's still Facebooking her. He's just started up a new account. It's mad. These people are so thick, Gareth. I know. It, it, I mean, I'm not the brains of, of Norfolk, but that is mental. If I you're going to send, <laughs> yeah, I think I might be. There's not much competition around here. I think it's... my competition's in this house. It um, it it's mad that you would send a Chinese spy in who's Chinese. I just wouldn't do that. I really wouldn't. I would have gone gone elsewhere looking for spies myself. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but the fact that he, they get away with that, 
and and that's just like yeah, that's, that that was a thing. Is is extraordinary to me, because for me it's like well, obviously not that you're obviously going to go to jail for that, because that's madness. Um, especially though, so this is another thing. So obviously Biden is like they're pushing forward with the extradition of Julian Assange, right? Because he's revealed state secrets, therefore he should go to prison for 175 years uh, because he's a danger. But you've got an actual spy, an actual spy, <laughs> get, who's knocking off one of your colleagues, and that's fine. So is that not is that not kind of risky for national security? Then it's very much like yeah, but he's yeah, but he's our leak. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? And for anyone who's who's not from the UK, knocking off means having sex with. Just thought I'd put that in. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of put that out there in case they thought it was like killing or something like that. What we meant. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's what they do afterwards. I don't know. That lot. Well, like a black widow. That's not yeah. racist. That's that's an actual spider there. Do they do they they do eat? Yeah. Afterwards, don't they? They eat the head of the male or something. You'd have gone if you were a black widow and you'd seen all your mates gone up there and you'd have gone. I know she's nice. I mean, she is tasty. She's a nice. Or, yeah, and it has been a while, but all of those, no one's ever come back. From going I'd be celibate. Cel- I'd, I'd be gay. I'd, I'd be, be a gay I'd spider. Oh, actually, yeah, you can do that then, yeah. Yeah. I've been a gay spider. Didn't you... We'll end it on this one. Didn't you get... Um, yeah, yeah. Didn't you uh, get told that you were born a woman recently? Do you know what? That's not, informed. Even, that's not even new. That's no. not even new, that. So, yeah, my dad is a female-to-male trans. Right. Um, I'm a... Uh, female to male trans but from birth so I wouldn't even know about it if I were how's that work I don't know and my wife therefore is a man who is a male to to female trans and I'm a female to male trans that's it sorry yeah I, yeah um so I don't know whether I'm assuming I gave birth to a law then I don't I don't know I don't remember it so they, they've, they've been very careful to say that you're not at least that you're not in a gay relationship well, no, no, because I'm actually a woman. Yeah, and your wife is apparently a man. Yeah, so she's a man posing as a woman. I'm a woman posing as a man. <laughs> I don't know whether our daughter is, I don't know, is our daughter a cat or like a, a, a boiled egg that's been face-painted on it? I don't know. <laughs> um, but then I replied because I got sent it, and so I did laugh. Oh, they, they sent not... it to you? Oh, no, that's they, nice didn't send, they didn't send it to me, but there was a few comments underneath it going, "Yeah, I, I always felt there was something weird about him." <laughs> right? What? Where was this? But it's on Twitter, so nice. I saw it. So I just commented on it, going, "The best part of our relationship was when I watched our daughter coming out of his vagina, <laughs> right?" And um, and then she replied, "Well, she say she. The name is a female, but writes very much like a male. So I imagine it's probably a bloke. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was a woman. Now it's a bloke. It's hard to tell. Maybe it doesn't really matter. These just different hands. They they type with different hands. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, the the comment to that was, "You need to stop lying." <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what that's to do. a slogan for for Joe Biden. But it... someone had also commented on it, going, <laughs> "But I thought you were a fan of their stuff, like." As in, you know, you were yeah, into yeah. the stuff that we're saying. And the woman stroke, man stroke, who knows, um, replied, yes, I do respect, obviously, you know, that. But I just think it's important that everybody knows that they are. <laughs> right? But then other people commented on going, what are you on about? Like, here's a photo. So I, I walked the length of the Isle of Wight years and years ago in my pants. Right? I, like, I, like the, sorry, I like the fact that people have gone out of their way to Google 
Gareth Fike and try and find pictures to support you. They've spent yeah. their day doing that, Gareth. I mean, what yeah. more you can do in a lockdown, I suppose? But but one, well, a couple of people posted the same picture, but one guy posted a picture and it was like, he's like 6'2", and like, I'm just there in a pair of box shorts walking. I was in quite all right shape then, to be fair. So kind of muscular sort of male physique, slim hips, which a woman doesn't have, obviously. Penis. And so he, yeah, the penis bit, but I was like, that could have been a sock. Um, and so he made that point of like, well, this this is a bloke. <laughs> like, it's a bloke. And then she, stroke him, stroke who knows, replies going, do some research. <laughs> I like that. There's no internet. I don't know, I don't know and the fact that, that your dad bought out a book. One of his first books is your dad naked on the front cover with a sticker um, over his privates. Yeah, because, I, because I'm obviously running the bookshop now, I yeah. had to, uh, luckily I had the censored sticker on it, but I was like photoshopping um, some images like to put them on the shop and yeah I had to photoshop that one that was interesting did you when you were li- like younger like when that first book came out did you have to st- personally stick all the stickers on it no thankfully someone else had that job that's someone but, did that but it is, it is funny because I was there like like concentrating like on my <laughs> screen like, trying to like blah blah like I say it's got a sensor sticker on it so I'm not yeah. looking at that but blah blah and obviously Gina was like what are you doing I was like I'm just um, editing a picture of my dad naked on a book. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you think, I'm doing this. This is it's life Wednesday. at this it's moment. Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> of course is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's, this is yeah. the weirdest the weirdest industry. you could, if, it's, if it even is an industry, this whole thing is just mad. I've never yeah. met such it mad, is. mental and hilarious things. And I think that's why people enjoy this, because... It is funny. Like I don't know how me and you, because I think it's really easy to lose your sense of humour doing this sort of stuff. And I think we yeah. we survive on finding it weird, don't we? Well, I think I do anyway. I, I have to, mate. I have to, and I'm excited about other things as well. So, like the second series of The Walk, that's mm. keeping me going because I think we're gonna have a really good laugh. Um, and I've got some really good guests already, and I'm gonna spend quite a lot of time today trying to get more. But so, um, oh, that's a what half actually, Mitch. So basically, I'd put um, a request in. Uh, I won't give away stuff because I was. Well, I saw I, the I email. I did see the email. But basically, there was an establishment in South Wales, and it's not historical in in that sense. But I thought it was quirky and interesting, and I thought yeah. it would be fun to do some filming there as part of this about a twenty mile walk. I think it's twenty mile one. Okay. Um, and so we had guests at the start, we had guests at the end, but we had to walk through a certain place and there was an establishment there that was interesting. And Anna Rogers had passed it on to me saying, this looks, and it did look interesting. So I contacted them saying, you know, could we come in a film? Could we have a chat with someone there? It would literally be just a short conversation, but obviously, you know, your establishment would get advertising basically because it'd be on a TV show. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, I didn't hear back. And then I got a message from a management company. It's actually a relatively big-ish management company. It has mainly sports people on it. But they obviously represent the owners. So I'm assuming the owner of this establishment has some career outside this, okay. maybe in the, in the media. Yeah. Um, and it was a rampage of, a, of, a, of an email about how he was very disheartened. I know. He's obviously done a bit of research to see who Iconic are, which is obviously, that's fine, that's his job how he was very um, disheartened to see that there was um, a, a balanced vaccine film giving both sides and all that sort of stuff and how it was just fear-mongering nonsense and how none of his none of his clients would ever be appearing 
on Iconic. So I just was like, I didn't even reply. I was like, what's the point? Yeah. So I was just like, fine, I'll just tick that establishment off. I'll walk past it. I might just yeah. walk past it and do that. Yeah. But, well... um, <laughs> but yeah, but we'll go somewhere else instead. But it did make me laugh. It was just like, that's that's sort of where we are now. That's mad, sense. yeah. It is because, mad. Because, because that film, Informed Consent, he's not watched it, this man. No. He's not watched it because we looked if he'd taken up a free trial to come in and have a look on there. He could see there wasn't one. So what you've done is you've seen it, you've seen the tagline, the subheader of what the film is, the synopsis, whatever, and you've gone, nah. So, okay, so you've not watched it, for one. Yeah. But, but the fact that I had nothing to do with that, I'm not involved with that film. I didn't make that film. I don't appear in that film. My series is The Walk. Well, did, I, I edited that film, and that film is not an a anti-vaccination film. What it is is the accounts of some people that have had vaccine damage to their children. It's not a film about not taking vaccines. It's a film about informed consent. Yeah. It's so not an know. anti-vaccine film. It's a film about this is the other side of what may happen, very unlikely, but it does happen. And you're not getting told that. That That's all it is. It's yeah, more, exactly. You couldn't be more imbalanced. You couldn't be more balanced. I edited the bloody thing. And that's lunacy. But and that's and you thing, said you didn't even watch it. I mean, yeah, this is virtue signaling. Is and a... also, I wasn't, I wasn't anything to do with it. So it's a case of, right, okay, so, so if your client then, say, um, you know, gets asked to do something for Channel 4, are they not going on Channel 4 because you don't like the IT crowd? Well, exactly. Like, it's, like, just, it's mental. What does, it, what does it matter? It's totally irrelevant. Like, yeah. it, this is a series uh, that's not anything connected to that. But, but that's what we have now. Oh, no, you're, you're in that camp. Yeah. You're them. You're one of them. So, so we don't have anything to do here. That's like fine. That's fine then. You won't be in the walk. But it's just, it's just terrible. Someone else will. It's just, it's just lunacy, and it's cutting off your nose to spite your face. It really is. It's just exactly. Just and, and the thing is, I almost feel sorry as well for the for the establishment because it, they've not had the say in it. Well, it's exactly. The but then again, so, if you're you know, representing someone, you don't have a say over whether they do or not. You're not their well, parents. That's you're not the parents. Ask them. It, he should have found out about the channel, gone back to them, gone, this is this is the channel. Exactly. And then they decide whether they do it or not. But what he, wrote, what he wrote to me was, was first person, he was he was personally cheesed off. At you. And that, you know, at me, yeah, when I had nothing to do with it. But, you know, it's one of those things, It's isn't the it? mad world we live in, isn't it? It's virtually yeah. struggling to the point of just hysteria. We do live in it. It's gone mad. It's gone mad. Guys, thank you for listening to What If this week. I don't know what I'm going to call this one, to be honest. What If in... Oh, a bug's life. <laughs> yeah, good film, brilliant film. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Do send in your whatafs to Richard at iconic dot com, and thank you for listening, Gareth. What do you want to say to to the peoples before we go? Just, just really love each other in that. <laughs> just what? <laughs> just really love each other in that. <laughs> do you know what I mean, if we could just love each other from a then... distance. Everything will be fine. Just love each other and that. Just love me for it. Just... Just love me as the man stroke woman I am. From birth. Yeah. You yeah. should stop flip-flopping, to be fair. It explains to me, though, why my penis is made of blue tack. Because I always <laughs> asked that as a kid. Like, Mum, why have I got a blue tack penis? And Mum would go, leave it alone. And Don't now I know. About now yeah. I know that I was actually a woman and someone just stuck it on. That's it. And every time we every time we do a um, promotional 
thing for me dad it gets smaller when we go out and we do the put the posters up can you just not buy some from the shop exactly we replace it what what's, what gets me though maybe now we've got it maybe that's why the guy stuck his finger up my ass right carry on because i've had like eight surgeries in my life and no one seems to have picked up on the fact that i'm a woman but maybe this guy was testing it maybe he was like just you know is there a difference between a male bum hole and a female bum hole? Uh, I, don't, I, think, I don't know. I or think maybe, we should all do that. I'm going to, as soon as this maybe is it finishes. Maybe my bum hole. No, maybe it wasn't. Well, as soon as this finishes, I know what I'm doing. Sam? <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Oh.